This is Single AF 101, a dating podcast for everyone. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Single AF 101. Today, the topic is how dating affects your finances. I have three wonderful guests here with me, and they're going to introduce themselves. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah, so my name is Jair, a program officer with NFS. Uh, my background is in accounting and finance, and that's why I'm here today. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Mark Sanofsky. I'm a software engineer for a startup company. So that's what I do. I'm Denise Garza. I actually met Evelyn at Northwestern Mutual, so I do financial planning. Very happy with what I do, uh, finance background. So uh, this is an exciting topic for me. Okay, so we're going to start by talking about, um, I guess just first when you first meet somebody and like going on the whole dating phase. Yeah. How is it when y'all first meet somebody? Like how do you know that they okay exactly that's you know, the whole... what's the potential right that you guys look for and so that's why one of the things i said and like i've always gotten some heat but i like to go kind of like for a coffee date first like oh hey let's just meet up you know maybe 10 20 minutes and right. it's it's not super formal it's not intimidating and it right. is it is a little that's bit true. cheaper but some girls have said oh you know if a guy said just save him on a coffee date i would think he was cheap immediately no just, but know, like okay so how yeah. long have you been talking to her to where you asked her out for just coffee oh maybe like a, a week or something like that so yeah. you just like meet yeah. them at a bar or something you yeah. get her number you're like oh hey let's let's go i just don't drink yeah. coffee so i wouldn't want to do that well i mean a juice little juice place would be cool too. i really wouldn't like, want to do that either but you just had a juice when we got here <laughs> i know but I'll, i like drinking that but i don't want it to i just feel like that's kind of like it's just cool to up. just like sit and talk rather than like like we were saying earlier, some I rather do something that's like eat. I rather Man. personally do something free though, so it's not like awkward because of that. You know what I mean? So like on a walk at the pearl or yeah. something. Yeah. So that I don't have to worry cool about too. who's gonna pay for what. I don't run into any of those kind of women. Like all the women I run into, it's like I have to spend money now in order to, not, yeah, you know, get attention at least like to you know, get that intrigued, yeah, feeling out of it. I'm like I don't like being around. I feel like if you take the time to get to know somebody, like you said, I guess for a week or whatever the case yeah. may be, if they're feeling you, then that's one thing. But like, I don't know, if she's really feeling you, if you want to take her to get Starbucks, she's going to go. You know what yeah. I mean? But if she's not really feeling you like that, she's going to be like, nah, you got to take me to Ruth Chris or yeah. whatever. Yeah, if it's something like that, at that point, I think that's a red flag and you right. cut it. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. definitely From my flag. standpoint, I think you should wait for the guy to offer. If that's what he wants to do, See, then that's great, what my but... mom said, because I just talked about this with her. But I'm just a go-getter, and I'll just be like, do you want to go on a date? And I don't mind paying either. But she, my mom was like, no, don't do that. My mom's the same way. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> I'm like, look, if I want something, I got to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Is, I don't know. is that just like in Texas because of like chivalry and from being from the South? Because I hear like a lot of women up North don't act like that. I feel like they're way I, more aggressive. I don't know. I, I have <laughs> I, I'm aggressive, though, so I don't know either. But I just feel like, I don't know if I want something, I'm just going to go and ask. Yeah. But I also feel like in this generation, I don't know if it's the city we live in or what, guys don't really go up to women and ask them out like that. So if I don't ask, I feel like I'm not going to be asked or it just depends on the situation, but based off my experience. Oh, man. Nah, I've dealt with a lot of women who feel like money is 
the way to go. And if you ain't showing money, then you're really not doing much right. for them. And I mean, I'm not the loud kind of type off top. So, yeah. but my ideal first date though is more so like everybody else here, something chill, let's relax. I mean, we can go walk on a river walk. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. See what you see where your head is a little bit. Then after that, we can talk about finances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can escalate like the quality of the, uh, because you right. want to keep a balance, right? You don't want to come off as too cheap, but if you start trying to ball out immediately, yeah. they're, oh, yeah, they're no. going to expect oh, man. it. Well, and, not only are they going to expect it, even if they didn't like you like that, now they do. <laughs> now And now they do, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want them liking you just because... Yeah, because I know people who are dating people just for their money. Yeah. yeah. Um, like one of my friends, she met this guy, and like right off the back, like he was spending like $1,000 like on her car to get it like tinted, and like he bought her a flight to India, wherever the heck she's going, like all types of stuff. Yeah. And she... she she thinks he's cool, but she wouldn't be with him yeah. for that. There's just no meaning in something like that. But it's also hard for her because it's like, well, if you're going to do all this for me, how am I supposed to turn that down? You know what I'm saying? Like from her point of view. Because he was doing that but right off the bat. There's just no meaning. Like after a while, it's cool and everything, but eventually you want that connection out. with yeah. someone you want to connect with. Well, the thing is, level. so that's what she's doing with him. But while she's doing that, obviously she's talking to other people because she don't really like him that like that. Right. So it's I've like a whole heard, messed up situation. I've actively heard women. Like this isn't even me just put in my opinion this is what I've witnessed I've actually heard women talking about plotting on dudes yeah. in order to get wow. them to spend yeah. money I, I had to that's I knew this girl was like how can I get this guy to buy me this dress I was like wait what yeah I mean yeah like so some women don't have any shame and I'm not too sure like they should yeah <laughs> they don't care so? they just yeah, don't care I don't, like, no. I don't like that I mean I, I was out last night at a uh, a bar Strip club. Let's be real. I'm sorry. Can be I be real on here? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was out of like a strip club, and it's like that is where women, you know, yeah. are on that. Like, okay, how can I finesse this dude out of a couple hundred dollars and let's keep it going? So, I mean, it was just funny. Like, I, I don't know if y'all follow me on Instagram, but I just told an Instagram story of like how this girl came up to me and was like complaining about how she couldn't make any money that night. And it kind of threw me for a loop because I'm like, you're here in the strip club. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. She was working there? Yeah. She was like on the clock. I'm like, well, how are you not making $500? Like, it's nothing here. And so what I say that to say is I more so admire what I look for in potential when I'm getting ready to date a woman. It's not necessarily the fact that I'm looking for a hustler kind of ambition behind yeah. her. You know what I'm saying? So that's the potential I look for. And like, I can't find that out off day one. No. But you know what I'm you saying? Can. Like we have to chop it up. We have to sit down and have a conversation. But yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so what are your like anti gold digger strategies? You, you, you like anti gold? <laughs> like, like, oh like, my god! Like how do you make sure you don't get that? It Girls, so like people in general will tell you who they are without you even having to open your mouth a lot of the times, <laughs> right? Just, so that's true. Yo, I mean. If I hear you, if I, I just sit back and just watch how you move, I see you talking a lot about money. If I can tell that you're a little bit too materialistic, that's usually like the biggest turnoff for me. Like, yeah. Well, to add to that, um, I think the same thing with guys. Like if they're flaunting their Rolexes and stuff on Instagram, that's just annoying. And yeah, but like, that's also, maybe that's how they want to get women though. But they're maybe like, oh, they if spend I all this. their money on that and they could really just be broke from buying all that's these things. That's true. Know, a lot like, of dudes in that position. Yeah. yeah. That's not cute. That's yeah. not cute. I don't know a lot of dudes in accumulated debt. I don't know. I mean, people are financing Rolex watches these days. <laughs> like, I'm talking That's true. $10,000. Like, let me put a car payment on my wrist really quick. Oh, my God. 25% interest rate. We good to go. I don't understand. But there are some girls that, like, seen that, so. Yeah, but that's another thing. So when I offer to pay for a date, 
I'll usually, it depends on who the person is. And so if it's somebody who seems like a really nice guy, you know, his, you know, whatever going for him or whatever the case may be, um, I'll offer that so that he doesn't think that I'm coming with intentions of wanting his money. So I'll offer to pay for dinner. You know what I mean? That's nice. Wow. I feel like that would catch a guy by surprise. Yeah, yeah. exactly though. Yeah. What is, <laughs> have y'all ever been in a situation where a guy would like just let you do it or did he even try to interject when that happens? <laughs> um, It depends. So I've never, usually sometimes that happens with guy friends. Like if I'm going out with a guy friend and we're going out to eat, like eventually I'll be like, you know, I'll just cover it. Or actually I hung out with one of my other friends. Um, he's in the military, so he's not here that often. We went out and I just paid before he, he went to the bathroom. I just paid it when he came back. It was it, but we're just friends. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah just cause it's, it's really not expected. And it's like, you know, what is 20 bucks at the end of the day or wherever the heck we were at. So it wasn't like a big deal, but as far as like an actual date, I don't, I guess I haven't, I mean, I haven't been dating like that. So it's hard for me to say, but that's definitely something that I would do to just to make it clear that this is not what I'm here for, but yeah. I don't need a man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to come off too strong with saying that and being like, oh, da 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 blah, blah. So I'll just do it based off my actions and not based off of what I have yeah. to say. It's a nice gesture. Yeah. I think one thing that threw me off is I've got a friend. He's dating this girl. And, you know, we're all out having a good time. And we got uh, dinner, and she paid for him. So I'm like, that's cool. But then she was like, no, Mark, you're, you're, my, you're my man's friend. Like, I got you too. Yeah. And like, oh, so she I paid for him. I probably wouldn't do that. And, yeah, I know. Like, I that, that that's part. like a really weird thing. But like, <laughs> At that point, I don't know, even from like a tactical perspective, it's like, I can't say nothing. I'm like, man, your girl's cool. She bought yeah. me. Yeah, for real. She gets yeah, cool like points that, for that. That. Was a, that was an excellent strategic move right there. It was. Right. Yeah. So now you're expected to look out. Moving yeah, forward. Exactly. Like, hey, make sure he don't be out here fucking up or doing anything. Yeah, right. yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I like There we go. Yeah. So when you're dating, when is... So when you start dating somebody seriously, right, after you figure out they're a gold digger or not or whatever, and you like this person, as far as, like, a serious relationship, say y'all been together for, like, a year or something like that. Oh, so, and this person's a gold digger? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I wouldn't even I'm saying, that like, based off the first conversation, we kind of... We've, like, navigated through to see that she's actually... We actually like her and yeah. she's cool. So when it comes... I don't know how far in like when would be too soon to talk about like finances as far as like a relationship goes like when marriage yeah. is coming around when you're moving in together mm, you gotta figure I think, that out before <laughs> yeah i feel like it has yeah. to be figured out before too but that's like kind of an awkward situation or like conversation to have if you're not together or if you're not like talking about marriage yet right. how do you open up hey what's your credit score by the yeah, way yeah i feel like you know, yeah people don't, so for me it's easy to ask those questions because <laughs> yeah. i worked at northwestern right. so literally i was doing it all the time yeah. but i've asked people and they're like oh i don't feel like comfortable talking about that but to me i'm just like i don't really care like i'll tell you what i got going on you know whatever like i'm just being open yeah. but that's just my personality so how do you go about having that conversation with somebody and they're just like don't want to tell you because you say that you keep you don't tell people like you yeah. know, so how much I, I money keep, you make. So. I, I keep my, my personal life. Yeah, so when would it be comfortable for you to have that conversation? Ooh, like, like okay, which conversation? Like, the how much money you make? Like, even if you, you don't want to tell me. Maybe not spouse, something like, specific, but... Hey, this is my life insurance policy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if I die, you're probably going to get this. Like, it's probably... Yeah. A, you're going to get poisoned that Yeah, long. I, don't, I probably yeah. wouldn't ever have that conversation. I think um, moving in would be a good time to talk about it just because, like, you yeah. have to okay. discuss... How the bills are being split and things like that. I don't yeah. feel like um, the man should pay for everything. You I do mean, or you don't? I, I don't, but in my specific situation, like I was a full-time student and, you know, working, not making much money, and Alex was, you know, working full-time. So he covered most of the slack, which I appreciate, and now yeah. the roles are reversed. So it's like we're splitting things, and it's great. You know, Absolutely. we don't – we pick up each other's slack, and it's like – you know, if something extra happens that is going to kind of dry me out for money, 
he's got me, you yeah. know? And so I feel like, um, we had, we, you have to have that conversation when you move in because it's, it's important and it definitely will create tension yeah. if you don't talk about that. So before. y'all had the conversation, right? So what, what was the conversation about like the bills and everything? Oh, Cause you moved into his ago. apartment. Yeah. It was a long time ago when we moved in together at first. Um, and to be honest with you, he was paying everything. And so like, uh, every now and then when we go out to eat, I'd pay, yeah. but I was making 10 bucks an hour at the receptionist yeah. desk. You know, well, what so, about when you moved in with him this past time? Uh, this past time. So, um, <clears throat> now that, you know, I've graduated and I've got my career started and then he quit his job and went back to school cause he's pursuing. But he didn't quit. He was working there when you moved in with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, then. so we were, we like waited a month and then we're like, okay, we'll split rent and we'll split like take turns paying every time we go out to eat yeah. and stuff like that. So it's still the same way. It's still like, but he that. was making more money than you. When? When, when you first were, yeah, got back to right? Yeah. And then we are splitting the bills. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be some type of ratio because if I'm making forty thousand, you're making a hundred. Us splitting the bills is not fair. Well, what oh, I, the fix that you bought? Why not? Oh, that's yeah. not fair because you, you're literally making more than twice the amount of money that I'm making. But we're gonna pay half. yeah half. How are we gonna split half? You're gonna be saving way more money than me, and that's I mean, just on the ratio perspective because obviously you make more anyway. So, so you would argue like proportion? Yeah, so. like let's split this evenly. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I feel like that's the fairest that. way to do it. I can understand that perspective too. That, that's yeah, because I'm not about to be out here paying for you know five hundred dollars on the rent, and you're paying five hundred yeah. when that's like a fourth of my income yeah. when it's like an eighth of yours. So do you guys believe in like sharing bank accounts? That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, but how does that even become? You gotta have like a his, a her, and then like a joint. Okay. Well, if y'all watch Power, they only have. Do y'all watch that? No, I need to keep up. They only have. Big accounts together, but then eventually right. they start getting their own because she's gonna try to divorce. When it starts getting messy, yeah. But they had shit. they had joint bank accounts the whole time. Oh, you, you can have one joint bank account for like bills. I don't feel comfortable with that. But you gotta have like your like his account, her account. I don't know. I think that right. keeps everyone safe. Or like your own investments and things like that. So I guess when it gets more complicated, right. they didn't say the specifics in the show, obviously. Well, I mean, <laughs> in Texas, it really doesn't matter. All that is community property, regardless. Yeah. So I mean, that's why you gotta have that Swiss bank account. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Do something <laughs> off, oh, offshore. You don't or say that's a Bitcoin, like. Yeah, man. yeah, but like at that point, wouldn't y'all? If you're open enough, wouldn't y'all know all of y'all's business anyway? I've honestly never even had that conversation with a girl. Like, Me either, but I'm not even close to being married or anything. But Same. you know, I just feel like <laughs> yeah. that joint bank account should come only with marriage. Yeah, but you feel like that's an okay thing though. Like that's something you'd be up for. Yeah, for sure. Because if you're gonna marry that person, there should be no doubt in your mind that you're ever gonna have to divorce. <laughs> well, not even that. Because what if he's just taking money out to go to the strip club, for example, right, or whatever? Yeah. What if he has like terrible spending habits? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> or her, or whatever. Yeah, crazy. that'd be a conversation. That's too yeah. much to me. That oh, yeah. just makes it way too complicated. I really just you go to the strip club. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not for real. But that's what? like even if you had separate bank accounts, that would be an issue because you over here broke and I'm having to pick up yours. Yeah. Like just because you your spending habits. That's a whole other thing too, though. But, but the first one, as long time. as the bills get paid and if he goes waste his money, like as long as the bills are paid, it still sucks. I guess it does. But I feel like we would have spending habits too. Like I like to shop every now and then and then food is like... Maybe maybe that would just be in your budget. How much we both could spend per month. Yeah, true. Or not like I'm making (laughs) all the money, putting everything in and then you go spend it. Yeah. That's not right either. A a couple's budget. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. The dynamic around like couples financing from what I've seen is definitely changing. It's it's not as traditional as it once was. Mm -hmm. I I personally feel though... (laughs) That women are just better when it comes to managing finances a little bit more because y'all pay attention to details. So. I do, but not all women are but like that. Then y'all I know people who don't know. Side and it's a whole 
<laughs> guys do. That's why I feel like the whole joint thing wouldn't even work because somebody's gonna have money somewhere else anyways. Uh, so I guess it just depends. Like who determines on how much money? Like where does the money come from? I don't know. That's too much for me. But as far as the credit score question, I, I mean, I don't even. Do you want to initiate that? I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, what if you're dating a girl and it turns out, oh man, she's got like 80 grand in student loans, or like Lord. she's bankrupt, right? Yeah. She, Lord, she, yeah. You have to figure that out yeah. beforehand. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, yeah. a year in, if you don't have that conversation already, y'all in love, y'all trying to move in together, whatever the case may be, two years, whatever. Yeah, that's true. So, you gotta have that one earlier. Yeah. yeah, you have to have it earlier, right? So how does that even But work? student loans isn't a negative. Like, I feel it's not like, like the worst thing in the Some world. of my pharmacist clients are like 200 grand in student that's too much. debt, and I just feel like that shouldn't determine whether it's like, yeah. I don't want to date you. Well, that's student have... loans, but what if it's like... Uh, Going default? Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. that's yeah. for real. That would be with your credit. You have a really bad credit score for a reason. You don't make your payments or whatever, but you can't. That's like that's not something you could just ask somebody. Not really. But I feel like credit score also is a reflection of a, a responsible person. Yeah. Right. So. So I guess if you ask them and they're responsible, they'd be okay with answering then, right? Yeah, the response is you pay bills on time. And that's not too personal. You, know? <laughs> you pay your bills on time. I don't want to have any problems around the first month. Right. Yeah, that's right. true. No exactly. phone calls. No, yeah, no debt Yeah. I don't know. I've tried to bring that up and it just, it didn't go as smoothly as, well, like, you people ask? don't want to ask, or like, are you saving for retirement or what do you, cause I'll ask specifics because you know, we worked in yeah. the business so we know we where money should go and things like that. Yeah. So I find myself having a conversation like I'm with the client <laughs> and then they feel like interrogated, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I'll be just as open. But when I'm asking these questions, or say they're putting all their money like just in investments, right? And you're like, oh, well, you could put it in a Roth or you could put it in life insurance or whatever the case may be. And then it's literally like having a conversation with the client, but they're like, hold on, you're not about to tell me what to do with my money. And then y'all are both on separate pages because it's just like you just have a, di- I mean, a different. In, in all honesty, the way I think everybody should first view themselves is as a business entity and you should manage your life as such. So yeah. I don't think it's unfair. I mean, to make the comparison between a relationship being like a business relationship. True, and true. Like, it's That's all fair. the same right. stuff. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, if we get a divorce, they taking half of my stuff. They take it, you know what I'm saying? That's right. how it goes. So yeah. I don't think that that's an unfair conversation to have. That's anybody true. doesn't want to have it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody be prepared to have that business conversation because that's what it's going to be well, like. Yeah. It's well, not going to be all cute and cuddly. Yeah, it's going right. to be business. Yeah. But you have that conversation where it's like, okay, what, what's your credit score, right? But then I've had a girl ask me like, oh, how much money do you make? Well, not day one, oh, but like okay, maybe, okay. maybe like, yeah, a couple months. So how did you feel about her like asking you that? Ooh, I don't know. That was really direct. But I guess that doesn't. that's not too far from what's your credit score. Right, right, right. right. But no, I did not like that. I did not answer that question. You just told her I'm not going to answer? Uh, yeah. You I didn't was, even give her a general idea? Yeah. Just like that's my own personal stuff. Yeah, she was. She, was, she kept trying. But to where, did, where did you meet her? Did she work? Where did she work? Where did she work? I, 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 she worked at Starbucks. Yeah. So for yeah. you, it's like, look, you work at Starbucks. I'm over here doing yeah, this. I like, graduated. I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that makes sense. If, but if you, just because you knew where she worked already, so if you meet somebody in, I don't know, say she, if you work at like USA, that's where I work now. You could be in any department, beginning who knows how much money. So it's not specific. Yeah. So what if somebody like in that type of, and it depends on their age. It depends yeah. on a lot, actually. So yeah, it's different for you just because of where you're at. So for me, I just. I personally, I don't necessarily care about that, but I guess I'd have a conversation more along the lines of what are your goals, like moving forward? Because if I'm dating somebody, say they didn't go to college and I don't know, they're doing whatever. um, I'm not just going to be like, oh, he's broke. He has no potential. 
Like, yeah. that's not fair. So yeah. you have to, like, ask the questions. Okay, like, this is where you're at. What are you doing to be successful? But the thing is, the people will play, like, they're, you know, hustling. Because I've been seeing people post on Instagram, da 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 but they're not really doing anything. Or their life hasn't changed in the last year, but they've been posting this for a minute. Right. So, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For real, though. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's just hard to determine, like, you don't, like, you. there's no way to really know, I guess, right? Yeah, there's. I guess you just have to spend time with them and learn their habits. But look, that's you have to put in time to figure that out. And at the end of the day, like by the time you get to a year and you figure out, dang, this nigga really don't have no potential, you're already in love with him. I mean, <laughs> nah, but see, nah, I'm probably, yeah, right, right. I mean, I think everybody should take that first year, year one, in a relationship and like yeah. just establishing and understanding how you guys communicate mm-hmm. off top. Because I mean, that's bigger than finances. If we can't communicate, then how are we going to even yeah. live with each other? So, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. I'm year big one, on communication. Because I'm really big on like like doing. I'm in this space where I do whatever I want to do right yeah. now, and so like you can text me, and I won't feel bad with texting back like two weeks later. I know, <laughs> that, weeks. I know that's completely unacceptable. Yeah. I get nah, it. you I get it though, <laughs> but it's like you yeah, said exactly. Weeks. But no, anybody yeah. got time to be wasting? Anybody sitting think, around waiting on you for but that? See, and I don't think that I don't think that I'm like wrong in doing that because me personally, I get into these modes where I'm just working like yeah. busy for two weeks, and it's like. Not anything done intentionally, but at the same time, I know women need that. Yeah, so you have to be able to. (laughs) But if you are interested in somebody, you have to build that relationship up front. And then when she gets to know you and understands this is really what you're doing, because up front she might not believe it, then that's when you can be like, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing for the next couple weeks. If I don't text you back, this is why. But right up front, she don't even know you like that. She's just going to be like, all right, you know, I'm going to just go find somebody who will give me more attention. The thing is, I've had had that conversation with just about everybody that comes to my life. This is what it is. I mean, yes. this is what I have going on. Exactly. Well, like, I know, but I'm talking about from the stage of like building something like originally. She can, how's she going to get to know you? That's a very good question. But I feel so like you got to be patient. You know, like if yeah. you're, if this the girl's going to be out doing her own thing too, building up her own, you know, life yeah. and focusing on her own stuff, then texting back maybe not two weeks later. I'd be like, <laughs> do you even want to A day or two, right? But yeah, just a couple <laughs> days. I mean, that's not bad and they shouldn't take it personally if yeah. they're focusing on themselves. That's a really like, hard thing for people though because a lot of people don't have that much going on. They just work their day-to-day life. A lot of people life. need attention like that. That's just they, because they're bored though with their yeah. life. Exactly. Like they don't so have anything they're else to do. If they're doing their own thing, then that's a good thing. If they're just like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. two weeks later. So you probably have, you have to be on the same page. Because if you, somebody who just works like nine to five meets somebody else who just works nine to five, and, you know, maybe they work out. So after work, they'll work out together, go home, chill, whatever. But if it's two people who, you know, you go to work and then after you get off work, you have a whole bunch of other things going on, like me. <laughs> so if that's different, so I would have to find somebody who's doing that same thing so they're not worried about what I'm doing, you know, after work when they're also busy doing something else after work, too. Right. You know what I mean? So get a but, that, but that's a conversation you can have up front. That's that's pretty open, obvious as far as the. Is it obvious? Well, what the, on, the, <laughs> yeah. on what they're willing to accept. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if she says that she's okay with it, but she's tripping about it later, then I mean, there you go. You gonna notice that real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you gonna notice that in the first week before you even text her back. She'll be blowing you yeah, up. Yeah, she'll get an attitude. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question for like the ladies. So like, have y'all ever been in a relationship where you had to like financially support? Like, literally, like I'm talking like a bum kind of boyfriend. <laughs> no, but I've had friends who have. Oh, yeah. And I actually have a couple friends who have. And I just be like, and the thing is, so when you meet somebody, like, say, in high school, you don't know that they're going to be a bum because you're like, I'm saying playing field at that point. <laughs> so, you know, a couple years later or four years later, for example, if you're still dating that person at that point and you re- like you're doing better than them, um, that's like even our friend. Um, yeah. She went to school and he didn't. He was doing, like, basically they just weren't on the same playing field but they were in a relationship and you could tell that the financial aspect of it was difficult for them but they're in love with this person and they they want to they want them to have 
like the best in their life so they're just okay. trying to support them along the way but the thing is depending on how long it's been that person's just obviously they don't want it for themselves as much as you want it for them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i guess that but at that point it's really hard for them to get away from it um but th- now so i had three friends now i only have one who's still in that position but she said she relies on him emotionally a lot so for her the financial aspect of it is she's okay with it because she knows emotionally she wouldn't be okay without him well, my thing is like so. That's it. <laughs> so if you're like supporting him, and I've never been in that situation myself, but if you're supporting him, what is he doing? Is he just at home playing video games? Is he a full time student? Because if he's a full time student, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, he's got ambition. He's he wants to be something. But if he's gonna be at home playing video games, I mean, my aspect is like I have ambitions and things like that. So I don't. I want somebody that's match you know that's going to match with that and so video games is not okay all all day you know um, yeah school is is great yeah it depends on i think on what that part (laughs) right you come home they've been sitting there all day the apartment's dirty like what have you been doing i've been out work all day like i can't i couldn't deal with it yeah that would be frustrating so just depends what they're doing i don't know how guys like I don't even know how they're able to keep the girl up to that point. Oh, man. I, I couldn't deal with a girl who just wants to shop all day long and just chill at the house. And I couldn't shop all day. I like shopping online first of all. Life. Yeah. I think the same with Rose Reverse. Like, with what I just said, like, right. the guy supporting the girl, but she's just, like, doing nothing. Some guys don't mind okay that, though, or... depending on depending on their relationship. Because, you know, with the whole sexist point of view of it, is that the man... And this is this goes back to, like, whenever. Because, you know, women couldn't work. So yeah. the man took care of the women and the children or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. now, so that's I feel like that's more accepted because of that, where we came from. But for women, it's like, nah, you're supposed to be working. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's supposed to be taking care of somebody, you're supposed to be taking care of me. You know what I mean? Right. So... Nah, I think I'm really stepping into a time, though, where I'm seeing, like, a lot of women, like, step into pretty powerful positions. Yeah. I think that that's pretty dope. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of men. I think a big part of that, shit. too, is because, well, for me personally, I've never really seen, I don't think I know anybody whose marriage worked out or they weren't married more than once. Because my parents were divorced when they were little, and then my mom dated, and she just got married. This is 20 years later, 20-plus years later. So... For me, thinking about that, I'm like, I'm never going to rely on a man for anything. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much I love this person, we don't get married or whatever, you never know what could happen. And not to, I mean, he could pass away. That's obviously not intentional. Not to say it would be like cheating or something like right. that. Like anything could happen yeah. to where I'm going to be left by myself. So mm-hmm. I have to know how to support myself if that's going to be, if it's a possible situation, which it is. So are any of y'all like business entrepreneurs, business owners in here? Like is, how does that, because that's a different dynamic when you're actually building a company yeah. and trying to be in a relationship. And I forgot the guy's name. He's on Shark Tank, though. And he said it, he worded it pretty brilliant, brilliantly, if you ask me, just about how he was faced with him being in a marriage versus him starting a company, which yeah. is now worth a couple million dollars. And he's doing oh, hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. Why am I yeah. so sure like that? Well, and, you know, and I mean, he definitely, like, made it clear that, like, Hey, uh, you can always find another spouse, but yeah. you never can like you know that once that business is gone, like it's gone for real. So yeah, I think it's always interesting seeing like how business owners deal with that stress. It's more than being a young professional when you're actually trying to see some girl and you're trying to hit targets of a million dollars plus. Yeah, it's like I feel like you have to have that full support of that person. Yeah, if she believes in you, then it's gonna be fine. So if somebody's building a business, they may be that mm-hmm. period of time. So they have to believe in you in order yeah. to even stick around for that length of time. Otherwise, she's going to be gone before you get sick of her, really. Yeah. 
So, like, with Conor McGregor, like, five years ago, him and his wife were, like, living in a, like, really shitty apartment and all that. Like, they were super broke because he wanted to, you know, be in MMA. And now look at him, and he was, he always, like, says it publicly. Like, she was with me, supporting me. Like, the whole, you know, entire days that I was, like, training at the gym and things like that. And now, look, she gets to enjoy that with him. So, if you love somebody, you just really got to support them and do what it takes, pick up the slack on the other end, you know, do what you have to do to help that person be successful and to follow their dream. Yeah, because that's another thing. That person is capable of helping you achieve what you want more so yeah. than you would be able to do by yourself. If, they, yeah. if they're really there for you like that, they can help you. And if something's that hard, you need a support system. Yeah. So that's yeah. important to have somebody there rooting for you and, like, be there emotionally. Yeah, because that's, that's, like, a thing for me, so... I'm, I am a really driven individual, if I may say so myself, right? But I'm, I'm just saying, but I've been single for a really long time. So I've never, so I'm pretty much gone this whole, you know, route, like by myself with no support, other than like from my mom and sometimes from my friends. But it's not nothing really like where if I don't feel like doing something, somebody's going to be there to be like, come on, you can do it, whatever. Like I've never had that. And if I had that, I just feel like I can be even, not to say I can't be successful on my own, but it would just keep me driven when I didn't feel like doing the work. You know what I mean? So I feel like it would make a difference. Right. Yeah. So that would be cool, but, you know, whatever. Being single is cool, too. <laughs> I have, I'm enjoying being single right now, in all honesty. Yeah. I mean, when I was in a relationship, the expectations were, like, annoyingly high for somebody that was in college. Yeah. Working, you know what I'm saying, no help. And it's just like, this is too much for me to juggle. And I personally feel like nobody should get into a relationship until, and I'm going to get back to it, because what I'm hearing from this conversation is, okay, love finances which one comes first you know what i'm saying so i personally feel like i can't touch a relationship until i know i'm ready to but give her everything yeah. she needs that makes sense but like say based off of what i just said if i would rather have somebody on the ride with me until i don't want to get like you know to be successful make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and then have to find that person I feel like that's gonna make the dating aspect of it way more complicated because I'm basically broke now and it's hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when so, you have that much money, it's like, oh, now everybody. Now it's even more difficult. Yeah, it's even like more difficult to find that. I rather, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally. So I'd rather have somebody along the journey with me. Yeah. And not to say that that journey is gonna be easy because I don't think it will be, but it'll make yeah. it that much more special when y'all get to where y'all trying to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's just my yeah. thought on it. But but I mean that was the thing. Like yeah, the same thing with college. And then I worked for tech startup and like yeah, all, all that stuff. You're always working. And you, you know I dated for a long time. And like I'm gonna be honest. Like this is on me. I I got pretty neglectful just because like yeah, when you're putting in like 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week, and you're like trying to hustle. And then right. yeah, it, it's it's nice from like oh yeah, I support them and it's nice to have the support system. But yeah. it does work two two ways. And yeah. I mean you still have to give them like. Their love. Their their love. And like, yeah, it becomes neglectful. And then, yeah, that's it. It's just based off priorities and what's important to you. If she's important to you and you want to have a future with her, then you'll make it a priority to make time. You know what I mean? And it won't be, it won't be like something that's annoying to do. Like, oh my God, I got to go spend, you know, I got to go to the movies with her. I got to go take her out to eat. It'll be something you'll enjoy doing so it won't feel like inconvenience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, I can agree with that. At first, I never agreed with that concept of. Oh, you make time for what you want to make time for. but I believe that to the fullest, yeah. yeah. If I'm really feeling somebody, I'm yeah. going to make sure I text you throughout the day. Yeah, good. but that's yeah. another thing. You can't get distracted doing that either. So I have a question, though. What like what inspires everybody in this room? Like, everybody's on their path to, you know, their definition greatness. of greatness. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I kind of want to know, like, what just gets that going 
for y'all? Like, is it a past experience that just wired y'all's brain differently from everybody else, or is it just something that you're passionate about doing, like software development? So um, I can answer that very, very easily. Um, I have, I think I have a high energy level. I think that's fair to say, I guess. Okay. And you so talk it, really fast. Yeah. And the thing, <laughs> the thing is, yes, <laughs> a lot of my friends are in relationships. Um, and if they're not, they're probably doing things that I don't necessarily care to do. Like, I'll go out sometimes, but I just feel like if I'm going to be doing something with my time, I'd rather do something to where I can make money. Like, last night I wanted to go out, and I even asked my friends to go out. Somebody hit me up about babysitting, and I'm like, look, I got to go get this money. <laughs> so, for me, it, or if it's during the day and I don't have anybody to hang out with, I'm just sitting around bored, like, on a Saturday, like, I probably will be when I leave here. Um, if, I'm, if I'm, like, you know how you just have so much energy, you're dressed, and you're like, dang, I don't have nothing to do? I'm going to go drive Uber and make some money and talk to people, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm going to go do something. And the thing is, it's occupying my time. But it's just a plus to me that it also, you know, yeah, brings in, like, income. Right. So, for me, I'm just like, I'd rather just, if I'm doing something, let's make money doing it. Like, why the heck not? There's so much stuff you can do. I can do something, like, any time of the day and be making money off of it. Even babysitting yeah. last night, kids sleep, still getting paid. You know what I'm saying? I wish people would pay me to watch their kids. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. For Only real. girls get those jobs. Yeah, Yeah. No, I know somebody who actually, like, the person, the, you know, the family she was working for, actually paid her with, like, I can't. I don't want to give too many details, but gave her like a fund of money. Oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, there be people. The <laughs> no, people be having money though. Like, there's first of all, before I worked at Northwestern, I didn't realize how many, how much. I thought like the average amount of money that people made was like forty thousand. That's because that's what my mom made though. Man, right. But when I start having these conversations, right. I'm like, oh, y'all make how much? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so people be money. people be having money. They, I mean, you can't. I mean, depending on what their lifestyle is, they're not going to be spending it all. Like the average person, yeah. not somebody who's trying to be all showy and be on Snapchat going on vacations and everything like yeah. that. So, nah, you can run into people because I've had people ask me about babysitting. They'll be like, oh, every year, you know, in October. And I couldn't do this because I have my working schedule. But they were like, we go on a trip to Europe for a week. Can you come with us? We're going to cover everything. And I'm, y'all know I like to travel. So I'm like, uh, yes. But, you know, with my work schedule, I couldn't do it. But, nah, there's, there's people who, like, y'all be surprised. People pay good money, especially babysitting is not cheap. That's another thing with having kids, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that next. So I didn't want to cover that. Um, <laughs> babysitting is not cheap, so they I get paid very well. Oh, we need to talk about kids. Okay. No, we're yeah. gonna talk about that. Yeah. Oh, I still want to know what. Yeah. So, um, with me, I feel like. Wait, what was the question again? What inspires <laughs> you? Like, well, you know, what makes you want to get up and go on the path that you're going on? Every gotcha. Day? Okay, so um, with me, I feel like it's where I came from. So, like, single mom with five kids. Um, a little child support here and there right. and you know with five of us there's three fathers so it, was, it just wasn't easy for her right. so seeing her being able to like not give us everything we wanted but just give us a good life and you know it's kind of one of those things where like I want to make my mom proud you know yeah. and um, not only that but just like the future I see for myself so I want to be like financially independent one day to work because I want to not because I have to so it's right. like I want to you know, be financially stable before I bring kids into this world and things like that. So that's what we're both working towards right now. And I feel like that (laughs) vision of like the future is really a really big thing for me. And then also this week we had our annual meeting in um, Milwaukee. And so it's like the top people in the company, they get recognized and it's like, wow. And there's a lot of successful women in our company so it's just like really great to see that because it's like most of them are men in this industry yes but it's like seeing the females it's like wow like that's awesome i can do that you know and there's women with kids advisors with kids that Mm -hmm. 
juggle all of that and so it's really inspiring to see yeah. so, so it's like if they could do it with all that on their plate you mm-hmm. know you definitely can yeah yeah and then for me so uh so my parents uh they got divorced and they were bankrupt and uh you know that was finance was a huge part of it and i think you even see that like most marriages fail like yeah. the majority of marriages fail and a big part of that is due to finances so mm-hmm. i was like okay i don't want to end up like my parents i want to be financially secure and then because i like I go into engineering. I love engineering. I love building. You know, that's just a really nice, really nice combination. But but then the problem is, uh, comes from like what you guys were talking about earlier. You know, you you work hard and you're able to kind of like build your little empire. Like okay, it's like now I'm financially secure, and then it's like all right, let let's try to go like date, and then all of a sudden that that's when it becomes difficult because you know you focus on building up yourself for like the longest time, and then yeah, when when you start dating someone, then you get excited. And you're like all right, I'm gonna make you a priority now, but. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't work both ways. Yeah, so they can't like, just be sliding in that easily. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Exactly. So yeah. it's a lot of work. Well, I mean, for me, it's kind of like the same sentiment as you. I mean, I grew up with a mom and four, three sisters, so it's four of us all together. And I think, like, I didn't realize, like, how, you know, young, impressionable young kids can be. So when I was, like, seven years old, I remember very vividly it being cold in December we're driving down the street my mom is like tripping because she's not getting any child support and we ended up seeing my pops walking down the street with and my pops is a drug addict and so we able to we actually seeing him walk down the street i remember my mom just like pulling over and like going off on this dude that i didn't really know who he was yeah. you know what i'm saying i just remember being seven years old looking back I'm like, okay and she gets in the car starts crying from that day forward at like seven i was like okay yeah like something's not right we don't have everything we want so how can I make sure that she wants for nothing and my family wants for nothing either? And I think that's what really, like, since then, I remember my life being just, like, a constant, like, entrepreneurial hustle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, hustle, yeah. Yeah, that's how I my mean, mom was. She was a hustler because she there was, she raised four kids on her own. On, like, $30,000 a year. Exactly. So, like, no, like, yeah. how the hell did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my mom, was, she was a really big hustler, too. So I know I get a lot of that from her. Because yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how you did it because, you know, I don't have any kids, but even, right. I don't know if y'all feel this way, it's like, this is where I'm at and I still have a struggle. You know I what know. I mean? So if you had those type of things, if she just always said that, you know, if she needed to get something done, you know, she would just do it. Like, she wouldn't really ever think about it. Right. And I guess that's kind of how I am too. Anyway, so let's go into the, the kids thing, because we did mention that for a second as far as like how so we were raised. That's one thing where it's like, yeah. oh, you have kids like, yeah, oh, we're oh, yeah. there, there are way too many girls out there. Yeah. Like, I don't have to have one with baggage. I'm sorry. Yeah, but what if you really like her? You won't even... Like you won't even consider oh, getting to know her if she has kids. Man, there's so there's so many other girls. Why would I pick one with? But you have. Like, I'm, I have, but have I chosen that to be like? It, it sucks to say, but the kid has always been the reason why I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just one. I don't. I like I'm single. Like I said, like single comes with being selfish. I don't care. I'm 25. Yeah. Like I feel like I can live how I want to live. So it's like. Once I bring you into this and bring another life into the equation that's not mine, it's like I can't be selfish with a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like I don't. I would hate to, and especially after I know how like it is with me growing up. Yeah, I can't come in, get to know them. You know, and then yeah. just paying for basketball later. camps and shit, yeah. and then like just up and go. Yeah, can't, I can't do it. So. And, and then she's always gonna care about the kid more than well, and she should. Yeah, right? She but should. That's gonna 100%. be like her, that's gonna be your number one priority. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. But I and I talked about this on. Um, um, from single to married because i feel like usually it's probably a statistic that i just don't know that the women usually have custody of their kids over men but they oh, they showed yeah. me so that that was always more. the case men do it as the kids are around yeah more. just well it really just depends on who has custody of the kids so not even to normally be it's the mom yeah that's what i'm saying so 
with y'all dating women, it's probably their it's kid is probably gonna live with them. So oh, us dating a man with kids, it's not gonna be as likely for him to it's have. It's like he only yeah. has the kids every uh, so often, so right. you actually get more alone time with them. Yeah, right. with the guy. Yeah. yeah, but from the financial aspect of it. <laughs> Um, for the woman, she probably has money sent to her, or whoever has the kids has money sent to them. But the person who doesn't is giving money. So if I'm dating a guy and he has kids and his uh, baby mama has custody over them, yeah. then that means that he's sending money to them. So for me, not having any kids or any type of responsibilities like that, that's something that I consider. Because it's like you don't need—that's not even a conversation you have to have. You already know. But he's not <laughs> sending it. Like it's, it's like, it's like, it's like child is yeah. yeah. Either the government yeah. sending it and putting them on back pay. Or, yeah. yeah, or whatever the case may <laughs> be. That's like a whole situation. In that situation, is yeah. it's not only with the you know him spending time with his kids, but it's also financial. So I'm like, how are we supposed to build our empire over here? You got checks going over here, like <laughs> Man, to the other house. Let me tell you, I so I do taxes, and like this year we got. Our taxpayers at least two to three million dollars back, yeah. somewhere around that range, right? So, it, I hate to see guys come to me and they like, "Look, bro, help me out. I got this child support coming up. You know what I'm saying? But I know I'm gonna have to pay something. But just see what you can do. All right, cool. Let's do it. I've seen guys get like seven. I've seen people who have custody of the kids, yeah, but still get like five to six grand taken from, from their them. Oh. just taken oh. from them at one time. <laughs> I'm like. Damn, you know what I'm saying? That makes me want to have yeah. kids yep. to watch who the hell I'm laying down with. Yeah. Yeah. First place. So, yeah, that goes. Because I feel like if they have kids and you're dating them, okay, so you, can, you can't just have this conversation right off the bat with somebody when you just, you just met, even right. though you know. Right. So even after you start dating seriously... How do you? I don't know how to even have that conversation. Because he, I mean, he has yeah. kids. That's his. That's his priority. That's what he has to do. Right. So as far as having the conversation as well, like just how you're gonna fit into that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that would be hard. The the mother of the kids is always gonna be. He's always gonna have to communicate with her. So if you're the type of person that's okay with that, then, yeah. I think yeah. it just depends on where what their relationship is like at the time. So hopefully he'll be honest. But if not, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the way they communicate yeah. when you get to know them. The, the, the worst part about all this is just like the time. It's like, can I just get a document that tells me all this person's visits so I can decide if I want to deal with them or not? Like, it, it takes a time investment. Yeah. Involved, but then it's like, you don't want to waste that time if it's going to blow yeah. up. Yeah. That's why for me, I'm just like happily single because right. even this last night that I did it, I was so patient with him. Oh. Like, and just because I, I just am being realistic. I feel like a lot of people aren't realistic. They want to have this whole fairy tale dream and they're just like, oh, we get to be happy. Like, no, you can be realistic. <laughs> this is real life. We have jobs to consider and like, you know, goals to accomplish and all these other things. So when you're bringing somebody in, you're literally bringing somebody else's entire life into your life. So I, you would think that that would cause people to be more patient, but I don't feel like that's the case. Nah, I mean, like, let me tell you. So I, I'm sorry. I'm just speaking from experiences that I've seen other people go through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... This guy, he, he just had him and his son married this lady. She brought gave four more kids. That's love right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without considering right. the finances, like, yeah. like that. And now they're going through a very throughout the marriage, whatever you know. Like, I mean, people are financing their weddings, financing these wedding rings and things like that. Yeah. That he's now liable for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, he's a business owner, so like he brings in 150k off of one app. Yeah. So that's from my perspective, I'm like, damn, you're doing exactly what you need to do. Your business is profitable. That's amazing. The only thing holding you back right now from securing a business loan is the fact you got into a shitty marriage. <laughs> yeah. And now it's good. now the divorce is going bad. You know what I'm saying? And like now, the, like, I mean, banks gonna take all that into consideration. Like, yeah. hey, your credit, we don't really care about it. But what's affecting the credit? You got all these marriage finances taken care of. She stole a couple thousand dollars from you. It's all this other kind of stuff. And I'm just like, and now like it sucks because. 
you now have four of the kids that you ain't even expensing anymore. Now it's just you and your son. So you're really in a better position to secure a loan from the bank. But it's like, <laughs> but then that's now you're screwed. You're screwed. You're screwed. <laughs> well, you're screwed. And depending on how long you've been married, it's like, dang, do I really want to take the time to get into that type of situation again? It might not, not, you don't know if it's going to go good or bad. Man. But the thing is, at the beginning of the relationship, people aren't having the conversations about finances. But after you get married and you go into a divorce, that conversation is only about finances at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it has to do with like custody of the kids or whatever. Well, you have I to look at like it as a business. If you're going into a marriage with somebody who has a child and then you don't, and then you become really attached to that child and then right. something goes bad and you get divorced it's like that kid isn't really yours so you're attached <laughs> mm-hmm. to a kid now that you can't even like spend time with after you separate that's why the, that's hopefully sad. the divorce yeah. goes smooth right. but people be tripping they don't care at that point depending on how especially depending on what happened to cause that divorce yeah. they're like screw you I'm taking all you got <laughs> even if he's not your kid oh, no. like you still, if a guy you still have to pay child support even if it's not your child oh do you Yeah. oh I didn't know that what, what? that's what I've heard I, I, no, Bro, I you no that's probably game. that's I, probably I, like I can see that <laughs> Maybe the girl shares a kid from someone else, and you're financing, you know, the family, you know, community property. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's what it looks. That's what uh, it looks like. Just to me, I just don't feel like. I feel like the whole fairy tale thing about it with. I feel like that's a marriage thing too. I personally don't like. Realistically speaking, if I weighed out pros and cons of marriage, I feel like there's more cons. What's the point? Like, I just like besides like um, from like a religious standpoint. Are you talking about like the kids part? No, I'm talking about getting married. Okay. Like, what's the point of that? There's okay. like balls behind it and a whole bunch of other stuff, but that's the stuff you got to deal with. It's it, only if you get married. I love the fact that you just brought that up. <laughs> this is exactly how I'm pre- like, I think of it. Like I say, you have to think of it as a business. You know what I'm saying? So like in the financial world, right? Yeah. People trade derivatives. I don't want to beat y'all's mind down with this, but derivatives <laughs> that are traded in markets are used to like hedge protection again. You know, if something goes bad or good, yeah. let's hedge the protection, make sure we're straight in the long run. I look at prenuptial agreements the same exact way. That's you know true. I personally, <laughs> because of, like I said before, like I've never really seen any marriages work out. If we're going to get married, that's fine. Like yeah. that's only, I feel like it's fair. Cause who are we to say that 20 years from now, we're not going to be two different people. That's crazy. Like you cannot Everybody say that. Everybody grows, man. Yeah. People so it, it will make the divorce just so much smoother. And then yeah. you can go about your life and just, you know, live happily ever after. But I mean, but marriage is just a contract. I'm like, I'm all for that, and I just feel like it just makes more sense. Because some people are like, I don't want to do that. That means you don't really love me. Da 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 blah blah. It's like, no, I might not love you in 20 years. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, be no. offended if you want to, but look, I need to make sure that <laughs> she's cold. Yeah, I'm just, really cold. Like, I'm just talking like realistically speaking. Oh, yeah. I feel like when people are like in that puppy love stage, and you know, when you're going to get married yeah. and all that other stuff, you probably do have financial conversations, but financial conversations about how the marriage is going to go, not if it ends. That's not a conversation anybody wants to have. Oh, right. let's get married, but let's talk about if it ends, like what we need to do to make sure that we're good. I mean, like, <laughs> Paula Patton and Robin Thicke, to me, are a great example of this. They were together since they were 15. It's a long time. Had kids, yo. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what he, I don't know what he was doing or anything like that. I don't really yeah. care. But, damn, 15. Over, yeah. We're, like, 45 now, so I think that's, like, that. Like that's where I'm starting to see a lot of the marriages break apart around that age. Like, the stuff that you thought was strong you know like you can be your own parents like oh damn i they were the pinnacle of what i thought a good marriage should look like next thing you know we're looking up they 45 50 years old and they realize they aren't happy i kind of got to assess that too like maybe just because i'm not seeing it at 30 35 don't mean it's not gonna happen so i mean one i look at marriage as like a contract under the law of whatever under the law of whatever state you're getting married in and so which is why i don't have a problem with okay let's be partners for a while and if i feel like we want to take that step let's take it it is what it is but if we do we have to get this prenup signed. Yeah. <laughs> we have to but get But I feel like if you have that conversation, so, you know, you when you're dating. Sex or what? 
No, <laughs> but when you're dating, you kind of talk about that stuff. Like, oh, do you want to have kids? Stuff like that. Yeah. So if you talk yeah. about that like way far in advance, when you actually do get to the proposal and you do get to the signing of the prenup, it's not going to be, oh my God, I cannot believe you're bringing this up right now. I've never heard anything about yeah. this. You dragged me along this far and this isn't something that I agree with. I don't want to marry you anymore or I'm not going to marry you if I have to sign this. So if you have that conversation when you're not even like, you know, thinking about getting married, right. when if y'all ever do get to that point, it won't be like a shock. So anybody who wants to sign a prenup, y'all just have that conversation when you start dating somebody so she ain't gonna be shook. Because the prenup usually kind of favors one person over the other, right? And if you don't get it, it's gonna favor the other person. Right, right. Either way, it's favoring one person. Why do you feel like that, though? Because whoever makes more money, basically. What if you make the same amount of money? Then at that point, I guess... I I mean, I feel like other factors would probably go into it. Like, okay, well, if I'm signing a prenup and you're at... And, and you have my kids, and you at home yeah. taking care of my kids. I, one thing I'm gonna always do is make sure the mother of my kids are taken care of. Yeah. Taking care of. But even if y'all divorce, you still have to pay child support. The children, is, I still, if even if you don't get married, you have to pay child support. Well, I mean, one tip that I'll just leave, one that I got from somebody, like, okay, it's an agreement, right? It's a partnership. Everything is it comes down to this. It does. Like, okay, cool. If you want me to sign this agreement, like, let me do the same. Let me drop the same exact agreement, and you sign it. And if it's 50, come back to me when it's 50-50. If you can't sign it, then it ain't 50-50 in yeah, my perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's like, let's have that conversation. Yeah, if you feel like it's not fair, then. Yeah. Yeah. If you saying something you want to put your name on, then. Yeah, but if it's 100% fair, there's no reason for them to not want to sign right, it. Right, that's true. But if you're getting married, there should be no doubt in your mind that you're spending the rest of your life with this person. No, but that's really. The I see it. I, at the moment, it. at the moment, because you should not marry somebody who no, you don't feel like that I about. No, but I feel like, yes, people change, but I feel like you should change together for the better. But so, it's not always the case. Unlike thinking of it as a contract, okay. I see it as a promise before God, you know, yeah. that you are going to oh, be wow. true to this person. Yeah, but so The longest marriage is my grandparents, my grandma just passed away, but they were still together. It's like, you don't you See, think I've never that they that. never had changes that yeah. they didn't change as people, but yeah. right. it's like you promise before God but that also, you're always gonna be there like but it, thick and thin yes, no matter what. But in any relationship, somebody else controls fifty percent of the odds of it working out or not. Fifty percent is a lot. So you can make these promises and do whatever the heck you want to, but at the end of the day But I think the difference is not it, it, see this is where like people in like spirituality come in class all the time yeah. because at the end of the day, the numbers really shouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But to people like us, they do. Yeah, we just be thinking about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I I also feel like from a religious standpoint, and I feel like this is a really big uh, factor too, if you're both um, equally yoked, I guess is how you say it, then like from a religious standpoint, then when you're when you're growing, you are growing together because you're pra- you're doing the religious practices together, you know, mm-hmm. you know, following what the Bible says and things like that. So you're not, you know, hopefully this person's not going to cheat on you if this person's really, you know, a Christian or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know if that, hopefully that doesn't offend anybody by the way I worded it. But <laughs> I think it just depends. But once, as long as you're living life together, yeah, and you have like a flow. But, and then if somebody starts to be unhappy, I guess it just depends. Like, I just feel like you just never know. Like, I can't sit here and give 100% factual you know, um, statistics yeah. or facts about, you know, but it see, actually working like, out. The way it is nowadays with us, the divorce rate is over 50%. And it's like, I just talked about my grandparents. You're like, I never heard of that. Yeah. People being together that like, that's what's wrong with our society. Yeah. These but days, it's because, I, it's because I feel like it's because people don't have the conversations <laughs> that we're talking about now. Like for the, a big, a big part of it is like, well, the yeah, I think you, too, you should spend years with that person and of see course. like a few years of changes and what that does for you. But yeah. I feel like having God in the center of your relationship. So you're not okay with the prenup? Um, the way I see it is you shouldn't have a prenup if you're certain that you're going to be together the rest of your life. With this you can't be certain about anything. 
What, what if you're the one hey, making all the money in the relationship and he's and he's not? He's the you make, you make 150000 I just don't like the idea sport. of it because it's like <laughs> if happen? you're bringing a prenup, then that means you're at some point you have a doubt that it's not going to work out. Potentially. Or you're but doubting. I, I just personally just feel like that's being realistic. I'm not saying that I'm going to marry somebody and 100% feel that way. At the time, of course, I'm not going to marry somebody if I feel that way in the moment. Like that'll, that'll be in the ridiculous. moment, but you have to spend years with that person before. I mean, and I think we've been together ten married. years. Y'all worked right? at Northwestern Mutual. Have y'all ever came across like dirty kind of breakups? You know what I'm saying? Like, I come across client clients coming to me, and it's like we want to have the talk with both the husband and the wife, and the husband or the wife is like, I want to do my own financial plan without him, and it's yeah. like, well, wow. why do you want to do that if you're married? This should I don't understand that. that they probably had issues before they got to you, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. They, so it's yeah. just not. I mean, we'll still do it for them, but it's not really like a, the entire picture wow. because man, you have to be on the same page because what you're saying, if Alex feels that way, your boyfriend feels that way, then I think you'll be okay. So if somebody feels the way, if I couldn't probably date somebody with their views that you have, who thinks that if, if we sign this prenup, that means that we have to have the same views. Otherwise, we're going to have an issue. But the yep. argument to that is like, well, then if we're never going to get divorced, you know, then you why are you going to get married? Well, well, no, no. You're oh. going to get married and never get divorced. <laughs> then the prenup doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. Sign it and it's yeah. Like, it's just, oh, well, they, yeah. You're never going to use exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's that safety net. Here's yeah. Here's my protection. And we're good. Yeah. It's a safety net. Yeah, that's crazy. So, how is it though in that financial planning world? We do a little bit of the same stuff, but I've never come across things like that. I think it's difficult to get the husband and the wife in the same room at the same time, maybe depending Um, on what they're doing and the time and their schedule and things like that. But most of my market is like younger people. But uh, one of the senior advisors, Stanley, he was talking about he had a meeting and they're going through a divorce so he has to basically like recreate both of their financial plans separately and it's just a big old mess and he seemed like super stressed about it but he's like it's a long process when you have to do that so deal like, with hey, lawyers and accountants that's, that's because they didn't sign a prenup Sheesh. just saying yeah. good lord man that's, that's a very well even as a prenup, <laughs> prenup is just pre-prenuptial it's all your uh, assets beforehand it's like after the marriage how your assets grow because like yeah what if one becomes a that's stay-at-home your... mom and then her salary is gone and like right. you know it's not fair to her if you yeah just, oh well, this yeah. is all my money yeah. Yeah. i agree with her it's too complicated and dating in general, I feel like it's all complicated. See how complicated all that is? Or do we just complicate it? You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I feel like I do complicate it, but it's, I don't know. It's just different views, I think. And so. If everybody thinks like we will be okay. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll be good to go. I'm pretty solid, man. Like, trust me, I'm not like, going to lead us down the wrong path. I feel like for women, and I'm going to say that as one, right? And not generally speaking, but it can be the case sometimes. Most women will have the viewpoint that Denise has. Right. Not all women will think that or will be okay with signing that agreement. But I feel like men, most men would be okay with that idea. Right. Right. So for me, it would be easy to find a man who would agree with what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Not to say that men, all men want a prenup. But if that's what I brought to the table, he'd be more likely to agree with it than a woman would be to agree with a man bringing that to her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess I'm good then, right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Right, are we wrapping it up? I think that went well. Yeah, I think right. I did too. Yeah. I like that. All right. Yeah. Very insightful. There we go. Hey, when was the next one? Tune in again. Yeah. yeah. Tune in every Saturday. All right. Yeah. Hide your bank accounts. Start putting that money in Sweden. Yeah, real talk. Hey, no, for real though. I mean, I just have to say this because I'm pretty sure some young people are watching and cryptocurrency is going crazy right now well not really but I don't like it. if you don't know what you're market. doing don't get into it though do your <laughs> yeah. research don't get into it man do research 
Look into stocks and derivatives And first. do your research and on anybody you're dating and to. Do your financial plan. Yeah, hey, we got Most the best financial planners in the room right now. <laughs> right. No, I'm so serious. At the ages of 24, 25, and 26, yo, we got accountants, financial advisors, all that. Whatever mm-hmm. you need. Yep. Up, Evelyn. <laughs> this is Single AF 101, a dating podcast for everyone.